0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, fresh off the airplane from Los Angeles. Uh, I, I, you're dragging because I kept you up. I didn't get in until like <laughs> almost 2 a.m. Tyler, I know you're still dragging. Uh-huh. How are y'all doing? Okay. Awesome, man. Uh, Tyler and all. T- Tyler and I went out to Vid Summit in Los Angeles what's this vid, week. What's Vid Summit? It's um, well, it's kind of a conference for YouTube creators, mm-hmm. um, editors, anybody in the, I guess, YouTube game. YouTube game. I mean, that, is that how you would best describe it? Because it, I mean, it was more than you just YouTube. The primary it was YouTube, but a lot of the guys still do like. TikTok and Facebook and all all the other stuff.
1: Kind of reminds me of like our Let's Get to Cooking community or something like that where it's just like a whole bunch of like-minded folks that you can kind of stop and talk about, nerd out about the science of how things work and what you're uploading, how many times you upload a week, all that stuff. So
0: Uh, That that did get me thinking. We could do a How to Barbecue, right? Let's Get to Cooking conference so easy. (laughs) Because you just, I mean, all it is is you just get people people to speak. You go out and you're hanging out. It's breakout stuff where you just, people just, the whole thing was about networking and talking to people yes and everybody was on the same page so idea. this wasn't like a, it's not a fan experience it's not like mm-hmm. one of the comic cons or vidcon or one of those where you go to see there's plenty of youtube stars there like pl- people that are like we're not even on the same level as some of these
2: people <laughs> yeah
3: you said mr like, beast. yeah
0: mr beast is there he's like <laughs> part of the he was like one of the ones organizing this whole thing and he's I mean, we're talking these are youtube like phenoms <laughs> the, <Yeah>. biggest <laughs> of the biggest and so, I mean, I couldn't even get close. I was, I was wanting a meeting. I could, we didn't even get close to it.
1: Anymore. Nah, Mr. Beast, but there were like so many people just walking around that had like yeah, like seventeen million. Like, like, it's it's a cool space where you can just go up to somebody with seventeen million subscribers and like talk about their success and like the things that they've learned and stuff, and then apply that to your own channels and stuff. And so, it was an amazing experience. It was cool. It was cool. I've always, I'm ready to, to go do a, back.
3: I've I've always wanted to do a conference because in a former life, I kind of that's what you did. Well, yeah, kind of, a little, yeah. yeah, a little. We've um,
0: done like the National Barbecue Association had a yeah. yearly conference going. But we didn't do while. the back we did, end. We no, didn't we together. just would do the speaking engagement yeah. bar or, go, yeah. or attend it. It's I like I like being on the attending side. I was just. I think, do too. Let's get to cooking. Just a good reason for us all to get together in like Jamaica <laughs> or, <somewhere>. <laughs> <laughs> or the Bahamas. Or oh, I got something to <laughs> talk about that.
3: But I really hadn't talked to y'all. week. like we I know left but, but. Monday, and I haven't. We text a few times, and
0: that's it. This and is the first. Time me <laughs> and Tyler <laughs> been on a mission.
3: This is the first time I've seen you face-to-face <laughs> all week. It's weird. So
0: what's been happening around here this week? Did you do any recipes? <laughs> did you release any videos? <laughs> no, no. We did put out that uh, ribeye sandwich, right? Yeah, monster, uh, that monster ribeye rib rib sandwich. sandwich. Man, that was so good.
3: That was a good recipe.
0: Yeah. The What made it to me was the, the uh, mushrooms and the onions and the provolone on top of it. God, it was so good.
3: So, you just took a ribeye that you bought from Kroger.
0: Yeah. And actually, I didn't pick those out. You did. Yeah. I was like, shit, because I forget. I was tied up that day and you were going to go get some supplies to do those TikTok videos. And I said, I need not super thin ribeye steaks, but I wanted like that eight to 10 ounce. Like, if you go, and I've seen like ribeye steak sandwiches, like Huey's, one of my favorite local burger joints, has a steak sandwich on their. Menu and it's always like but a, isn't no steak,
3: it's, it's sliced right. No, no, it's a steak. Oh, it is. Yeah, they have a steak. Jesus?
0: Yep, yep. They, now they do like a, their version of a Philly cheese steak. But yeah, this is actually a steak, and it's so you don't want like a 16 ounce, inch and a quarter thick ribeye yeah. on a yeah. sandwich. Yeah. You got to go a little bit smaller. So that's what, and that's why I was saying we want them eight to 10 ounces, which is you know, it's probably three quarters of an inch thick. It wasn't like a super thin steak,
2: yeah,
0: it's enough to get a good. Minute and a half, minute and a half, flip it, three more minutes, and it's perfect medium rare. And that's that's where I wanted it. And that's what I did. I kept it super simple. It was some uh, beef rub on it, and then I hit it with uh, AP. Just a little bit. Of, and that was it, salt, pepper, AP garlic. And
3: beef, I mean, yeah. when you say beef rub, you mean swine-lashed.
0: swine prime. prime beef, yeah. yeah. So just some, I didn't marinate, no binders, none of that stuff. You didn't
3: tenderize either. Didn't
0: tenderize it. I did tie it up, though. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you cook a, a – smaller ribeye like that the fat's going to separate it's going to kind of you know spread out on you i wanted to hold it into that burger shape because i was doing it on a burger bun and i knew if i put a little butcher twine around it it would stay so i trimmed off the excess fat it had a little tail on them trimmed that off made it look like a round steak like a burger bun tied it up seasoned it with a little ap and a little of the prime beef went on the grill grates over some royal oak coals and it was like three minutes each side and i did the old twisty twist to it make the pretty grill marks whole time that was going i kept one other side of the grill threw my mushrooms and onions in there sauteed them up um
3: in a cast iron
0: yeah in a cast iron just with a little yeah. olive oil and a little ap on those for some seasoning and then once they got sauteed up the steaks were done i put the steaks on a sheet pan Or you could have put them back in a cast iron skillet, whatever. You don't want – the the purpose is not to cook the steak anymore because it's done. But you want to get it on something where you can sit it right back on the grill because you got to pile up the sautéed vegetables, the mushrooms, the onions. And then I use provolone cheese. You could use whatever kind of cheese you wanted over the top. I just put a couple slices of thin provolone over
3: it. I think provolone goes really good with steak. it does. I don't
0: know what it is. It's just a great flavor for it. It's not really sharp or anything like a cheddar. You know, it's just kind of a mild – Cheese—it's kind of creamy. It's yeah. not not mozzarella, but it's you know it's got some cheese flavor. But it's good. And I put that on the over the top and just set that whole sheet pan right back on the grill. Thirty
3: and seconds. And it was
0: thirty like, seconds to a minute. minute. Yeah. Whenever that cheese starts to melt, it's done. Toast up your bun a little bit, and then hit it with a creamy horseradish sauce. And y'all've probably seen that recipe that I've done. It's—I mean, we you take, do it
3: with um.
0: It's prepared brown. horseradish and uh creamy horseradish, like craft creamy horseradish. Some blue plate mayo, to, you know, just to mellow out the horseradish. Uh, a little bit of black pepper. I think you put a little bit of a dash of Worcestershire too in there, and just start hot it up. Sauce. A Little hot sauce too. It's a super simple. We call it like a creamy horseradish spread or mayo or whatever horseradish mayo.
3: You serve it with prime rib.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's where I've done it a lot of times with sandwich. It, it's it's good on the side. Like if you're eating a piece of prime rib, just have you a dollop of that on your plate and <laughs> smear it, drag <laughs> it prime rib, slice through it as you eat it. But it, it's really but it good, good on, on sandwich. Yeah.
3: Steak
0: sandwich. is. a you know that's that sauce with, with the I mean, I don't know, it's gotta be the blue plate that makes it, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's
0: good on pork too. Like we do it on the little sliders, like when we do a little pork
3: tenderloins.
0: Yeah. So you can season them up. I wouldn't use the prime beef, but I would I would use like, you know, AP and steak rub or something like that, or a barbecue rub and do a little pork tenderloin and slice it up and you can do the same thing. Even with the veg would be good with the cheese over it. It makes a great little sliders. I may need to. I know I've not done a lot of little pork sliders. But that would be a good one.
3: Yeah. I'm wondering I'm, if I'm making you could that. do the steak as a slider form.
0: I don't see why not.
3: You could just slice
0: it, slice it up, cook it, and slice yeah, it. Or use a different, you could use a different cut kind of steak too. Yeah. You could make a strip slider, like a New York strip sliders or something like that. Do a couple steaks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are
0: you taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, you should see all the ideas like from sitting through this vid summit that we did and just ideas popped in my head of the videos to do. Watching these other guys and seeing how they come up with names and stuff. I was like, oh, I could do that. I I could do do that that. with a brisket or I could do that with a steak or bacon. So
3: I will say going to those conferences, typically the thing that I get the most out of is just the ideas. It helps generate inspiration. Inspiration Mm -hmm. you get from it's not necessarily your learning. You're not
0: you're not going like so You learn a little. Yeah, we learn, but we learn like I think you learn more what not to do yeah. instead of what to do? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I realize like we don't, we don't know nothing about YouTube. <laughs> We're in Mississippi. We're in a YouTube desert where we are, and I don't know how we made it to where we did on it. Because it, I mean, if I had to say anything, it was consistency. We stay consistent. Yeah. Did we do it the right? We did not how to YouTube right. That might be a whole other channel. <laughs> like when we flip this script, and if we can scale this to a whole other level, maybe then I could. You, uh, <laughs> Talk you, about how to do YouTube, but
3: I've always thought you were really good at how to explain and how to you cook your barbecue. You yeah, know, you yeah. like barbecue. You're good at cooking, and you do a good job at explaining it. And I'm kind of figured out how to edit. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that oh, we're so far behind the time on editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, really, yeah. <laughs> it's like we're editing for doll and dolls. I mean, these guys are like. <laughs> I'm talking, I mean, what, how many, like on Jimmy, one of his, uh, just doing thumbnails, he had like 36
1: thumbnails for, they do for a video.
3: Yeah, but how they just swap them?
1: Yeah, see? so. Well, they, they well, test them. They, like, A-B, A-B test B-test everything, them. yeah. So for, the that? first thing is you pull up, like, six. So one of them, so you might have, like, categories one through five. And then you'll have like one A, one B, one C, and yeah. it's like one like ever so slightly like the font colors changed or something's changed about it or lighting and lighting yeah. Or- so the one that he just uploaded it was a, it was a difference between like the sky being blue and the sky being stormy in the background, and they picked the blue sky because it made the thumbnail pop a bit better. Um, he did say that that video is performing a ten out of ten, so there's a good chance we'd see one of the other <laughs> thumbnails pop up. <laughs> but that's another reason they do is if they see notice the videos not performing within the first twenty four hours, then they'll switch it over to one of those other twenty. Yeah. And, like, they will continue to cycle through them just because that video will continue to live forever, and it's Mr. Beast video. So,
0: yeah, And they'll watch what the CTR does on it, too, by the thumbnail swap over the course of a few days.
3: Okay. Y'all so. are getting technical.
0: But we're, we're but barbecue, so I didn't know I this. Guess. I did not know that you could go back and just swap out thumbnails, and it yeah. might recirculate that video. Like, it hit, it'll hit the algorithm again. Yeah. So, I But
1: mean, the one that, thing that, like, I'll give y'all, and you said you don't know how you guys made it this far, is the thing is, is you guys set the precedence, I feel like, for a lot of channels back then. So there really wasn't – there was knowledge needed, but you guys kind of pioneered the way that that works, in my opinion. So, like, that's yeah. why it seems that the way.
3: Formula, the
1: formula. The yeah, formula of everything, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah so I've, I have watched other people's barbecue videos or cooking videos and been like – Hey, that's kind of how
1: we do (laughs)
0: it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. That's that was that was a big thing. A lot of these uh, guys that were talking at the conference were saying they they'll see somebody else's ideas hit and they'll just uh, change up some stuff and do it their way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. following the same thing because it's. I mean, it's kind of like a reference. You're like, oh man, that people like that. Why not do that?
3: Well, it's, you can't – I mean, innovating is,
0: innovating is hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest thing to do is to innovate.
3: Well, you do the same thing with recipes. You'll see yeah. somebody cook something or go to a restaurant and try something or – That's
0: you know. exactly how I get inspiration. I mean, I call it getting inspiration from a recipe, whether it's from a cookbook – I'm a cookbook junkie – or whether it's from out eating at restaurants or seeing somebody else's video or something come through. It's like, hey – they did that in the oven, or they did, you know, they're yeah. they're frying this dish. What if we took some of those elements and turn it into something barbecue or on the grill, or
1: or it could be something totally different, a side yeah. dish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a it, it was a cool experience because, like, I mean, we had people walking up to Malcolm and stuff like that. I would say that, like, res- like, hey, man, much respect, blah blah blah. But it was like it was just like a mutual atmosphere where it wasn't like mm-hmm. like nobody. It wasn't really like nobody was stopping to take pictures and stuff. Not that that is a bad thing or anything like that, but. Like I said, just like you were in the company of your peers, you know, so yeah. it was cool.
0: Anyway, I was, I was shocked by how many people that were like doing the conference, like working the conference or had a booth at the conference. They knew who we were. Like, I was yeah. like, man, these people watch barbecue Yeah, and, and we're out in California. I was like, nope, you know, these guys aren't, they're not into this. This is not tofu. This is not, yeah, out this out is, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> out of tofu, right? <laughs> Hey, I had some tofu
1: while I was there.
3: Really? What did you
0: yeah, think? Yeah, it was
1: in Pad Thai. It
0: was dang good.
1: Me too. Yeah. I had uh, ramen noodles one with night the, with, the, with no the, utensil to eat them. Mine was shrimp
0: was, and tofu, and I didn't, I just, you know, it's Uber Eats, and I'm trying to get something delivered to a hotel. Yeah. I have no idea where I'm at, and there, we were at the airport area, so there's not a lot of choices around there. And I saw this Thai restaurant, you know, advertised or whatever so i'm gonna order some of that and it was delicious
3: i love pad thai yeah so it was shrimp and tofu
0: and it was like big chunks of fried tofu oh really so it was kind of creamy but they gave me like you know how thai will give you the uh the little red chili sauces to go with stuff
2: so it yeah, had like the yeah. dry
0: spices yeah. and it had the red chili paste and i just dumped it all like <laughs> man that the tofu and the shrimp in that sauce it was excellent
3: I've never had fried tofu, tofu in a I hadn't
0: either because I thought it was like a big crouton or something. But it was like <laughs> – So it kind of gets a know? texture. I mean, because I could tell like once I've been into it, it has a texture of like it's kind of a little crunchy on the outside. But on the inside, it's kind of creamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't bad at all. It was, it was. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of flavor. Yeah. It just takes the flavor of the sauce or whatever dish you're serving it with, I guess. Now, I'm not saying I would – Go to adding it to my barbecue,
3: but I don't know. It might be (laughs)
1: something. Tofu dog. (laughs) Tofu dog.
3: (laughs) I think I'd rather have tofu than the impossible meat. Yeah, I would know.
1: You also kind of want to do your own uh, take on a Mr. Beast burger now, right?
3: Yeah,
0: we had. So one day, they like, I don't know how they did it. Well, they had to do it in shifts because they, gave everybody a Mr. Beast Burger. And if you never had, you never had a Mr. Beast Burger. Uh-uh. So he's, he started his so, own thing. It's like a saddle. It's not really a saddle. What do they call it? Like ghost kitchens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
3: It's where other kitchens will open up and cook his recipe. Yep. I think so. Like it's almost like a f- into- f- ghost
0: franchise. Yeah, because you have to cook it to their specs. And you probably ordered their packaging, and it's like, so it doesn't look like it's coming from, say. Windy City Grill here in Hernando, yeah, yeah. but they're actually doing Mr. Beast, and when you go, that's who's cooking it and prepping it, and somebody's picking it up and bringing it to you. Mm-hmm. And
3: it's only available delivery most places. I Think it's so? Rick, yeah, he did yeah. just. Yeah. No, they
0: did just open the, uh, the first physical location, yeah. like in Jersey. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, but that see that whole model of the ghost kitchens is kind of interesting. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah. It's a way to do a franchise no without startup. Much, yeah, 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 you're not investing. If in, you probably already got the equipment or something, so so if you had a kitchen. You could go several restaurants and Yeah, you're just one, you know, you're the operations basically yeah. and you're taking advantage of the brands. But it was good. I was I was hesitant. I was like, okay, I don't know how many thousand people were at this conference, but so you had to sign up and they were only doing like blocks of like what, 250 at a time? Yeah. And they would do it every hour. So, so only a little app agenda. You had to sign up where you wanted your lunch in between sessions or something. So me and Tyler got the same one and we'd, I don't know, we were late to it because mm-hmm. we had to get like the third or fourth time. We didn't get lunch till like one thirty one day when they did it. So you went and you in part of the lobby where this conference was. They formed a big long line, and I stood in line for a burger. If you can believe, that. <laughs> stood in line for How a long? hamburger. It was like I mean, you know me. I don't do lines. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it was thirty minutes. It yeah. was every bit of thirty minutes. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't go to Disney World. I don't stand in line. I don't, I don't stand in line. Yeah. And Tyler's like, I'll stand in line for you. I said, no, I'm not gonna be that guy. So I'm gonna try the Mr. Beast burger. So I'm gonna stand in line. So we did, and they give it to you, and it's like in this McDonald's Big Mac style box.
3: Yeah, I saw the picture. And it's
0: right? all, yeah, it's all logoed up, Mr. Beast and I'm not going to lie. It was a dang good burger. I don't know which ghost kitchen cooked that one or how they did it. but uh, Was it
3: a beef burger?
0: Yeah, yeah. Beef it burger, was. It was
3: – Double? So it was more
0: was. like a smash burger. Okay. Double stack, extra cheese, big, thick pickle slices on it, uh, mustard and ketchup. That was about it.
1: I think there was mayonnaise on it. Was there Dude, mayo too? Yeah, I think it was all okay. three, uh, the ketchup and then, yeah. But, okay. it's,
0: but no like lettuce, no tomato, mm-hmm. I don't think. It was just – I mean. Meat Pickle cheese. was the only veg.
1: And the bun was pretty like meaty too. Yeah.
0: The- yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a thick, like kind of like a brioche style bun. Mm-hmm. Held up. I mean, it was fresh. I was thinking, okay,
3: we're fixing to get some, to get some food, boys. <laughs> That's what I was thinking.
0: Because <laughs> they got these burgers and they're trying to get them out to all these oh, people. Yeah. But they must have been using different ghost kitchens to do that and had them delivering different times because there's no way one pers- one one little restaurant could have fed that conference like that.
1: But they did run out. Like, not
0: everybody got them. Some yeah. people had to sell for Subway towards the end. But they were still doing lunch at, like, 4.30. It was, like, one of the later windows. Oh, and
3: wow. Really? Yeah.
0: But they ran out. So was
3: Mr. it fries, fries burgers. and burgers or just no, a burger? No, it was
0: just a burger. Chips. You could get all the liquid yeah. death you wanted. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then a table full of chips. Yeah, that was the first time I tried liquid death. It was Okay. It's like kind of tastes like yeah. it's one of those drinks that has like the flour aftertaste or whatever. That yeah, it had
0: I thought like it was a, just water. Well, I think they originally started out just canned water. Yeah, cool branding, but now they're doing flavors. Oh, okay. so they had like berry flavor and like Tyler mm-hmm. said, like hibiscus liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's great branding, you know. <laughs>
3: but it got Michael. I remember the yeah. first time. Oh yeah, saw that's what Tyler said. It. You
1: had
0: this. I said no, but Michael had to have it. Drinking liquid death. I mean, <laughs>
1: And then we ate another cheeseburger the next day.
0: Yeah, we had, like, I had <laughs> mainly West Coast cheeseburgers. Were they good? First night. So we got there, and our flight didn't get into like, we didn't get to the hotel till like, 10, 30, 11. Mm-hmm. So the, but we made it to the hotel bar, and they were, like, we're doing last call in 15 minutes. So I was like, all right. We get a vodka soda. We get another vodka soda. And we get two modellos.
1: And I said, Tyler, what do you want?
0: <laughs>
1: so, I wish this was a good story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, it's true. So we pounded those. I said, the kitchen closed. Oh, yeah, kitchen closed 30 minutes ago. I was like, dang, what are we going to do? We can Uber eat something? I was like, well, let's see if there's a close place by we can go to. No, we're at LAX area. So something popped up. And it had decent reviews on mm-hmm. Yelp. But it's called the Melody Bar. And I was like, eh, you know, it's a decent bar food. So we get there, and it is is crunk.
3: <laughs> like
0: they put us out in this alley. Well,
3: wait, this is and, a Monday night. Yeah, it's Monday, right? night Monday night.
0: <laughs> Monday night. I don't know. It's probably about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock when we get there to the to the Melody Bar. <laughs> the, the 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 Uber driver drops us off in this alley and says, "Are you sure this is right?" I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we jump out, and like, there's two dudes standing out by this big privacy fence, and you could tell it goes back. We get in and first they throw us up against the walls like, all right, we got a frisk guy to get in here. And so it was like turn around, oh my gosh. I forgot I like, about that. Yeah. So Tyler, he's I was like, Ooh. I'm four modellas and <laughs> two vodka's in, plus been on the plane. So I'm, you know, no pain. <laughs> so we get frisk and we go in and it's all these like, outdoor patio tables and there's people just laid out. And it's like you know California, anything goes. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just a cloud as soon as you get out the airport, it's to deep. I mean, for real. Like, I mean, right there at the airport. As soon as you get off the airport, it's like they don't you even care. At LAX.
2: Yeah.
0: This place is like, it's whatever goes. And we go up in there and we go through all these picnic tables and people just laid out. We get in, they got this lady DJ and she is, I mean, she's playing all the hits, like the workout mix. I mean, she's got Rick Ross. She's got the old stuff. I mean, it's. It's all, I mean, it's, it's,
3: it's, we're talking it's, hip going, hop. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going that
0: hardcore, yeah. like, <laughs> like the hardcore stuff for real. <laughs> and so we're sitting in there and I noticed it's eclectic mix. You know, there's some biker looking dudes in there that might kill you. There's some, <laughs> there's some gangsters that might kill you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some strippers are going to work or just getting
3: off. That might kill you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and there's some Mexican people running the place. So I was like, you know, okay, I'm cool. I'm down with yeah, anybody. Yeah. So I sit down and it's like, is the food good here? What are you eating? And were dude, you
3: nervous at all, Tyler?
0: I was feeling good by oh,
3: now. Right, right.
0: He was Sam, going with I was with the Tyler flow. Tyler was with point. me. So he was with me, and you know me.
3: I oh. was rapping. I had the,
0: the bartender lady go, and I was buying
3: drinks for folks. Malcolm has never felt uncomfortable anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we were. <laughs> good.
3: I mean, he will make me feel uncomfortable. He's like, yeah. come on. I'm like, oh, no. The bartender lady's <laughs> like, oh, you rap? I was like, yeah, I rap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm here, ain't I? <laughs> and Mikey told me when he starts taking to turn around, and I did not listen. <laughs> we did not listen. <laughs> I was good. We did.
0: So we had a burger there. It was like I don't know what we ordered. We asked the dude what to order. He's like, oh, we got chicken sliders. We got you know burgers. I think Tyler got like a something
1: mac and cheese, jalapeno mac and cheese.
0: Um, they showed up with some sliders and sent them out like chicken. There was like fried chicken. T- they weren't that great, but then they brought out a burger that was really good, so we kind of split stuff up. Had that, had a few shots of tequila, and
2: <laughs> oh God, had some
0: Modelo's. I don't know what else we had. Bartender, it was her birthday like the day before, so <laughs> so we About had
2: some
1: her, shots with signs. her. Yeah, yeah, this is all news to me. <laughs> there was like a dude
0: booking, he was like a bookie here running stuff. He had his computer on the pool table, and he was people were coming in paying them their bets and stuff. I guess collecting money, paying money. It was, it was just. It was, you know, my kind of scum. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding home. <laughs> so then what you tell me is like you saw Live 360. I got back to the hotel like 3.30. So it was late. It was late. <laughs> that was first. night, it was day one. Like We hadn't been in L.A., I don't know, four hours. Uh, uh, then it was all, you know, did the conference did the next day. Did you do time.
3: any more partying after that?
1: What? We ended up in some hospitality suite on like the 12th floor of the hotel one night. I um, knew I was done after that. That was like my uh, my grand finale at the, yeah, fir- I on think, the first. I day. think Tyler just kind of chilled out. Limped on in. Yeah. Tyler got a little sick. <laughs> 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 Almost a year to the day from I'm... the last time. If you keep track of the podcast, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: can't keep up with Malcolm.
1: Uh, Heck yeah, I tried, but it was a. It was great. It was a fun time. <laughs> I'll never forget it. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to go back to L.A. I didn't like move from like a. I don't know. Two mile radius of the of the airport. I didn't really see California. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, but I like what I saw. <laughs> Mikey did tell me that he uh, pulled Tyler aside when y'all were walking out the door. He said, "Look, if he starts telling you he loves you or he starts rapping, get him back to the hotel room."
1: <laughs> and that's what I was scared. I looked at him like. How like what how am I gonna to do that? <laughs> I did have a fight with my
0: wristband one night. Like so uh, you know how this goes, Shell. We've done like we go to Braze Games, they put up they put these it's like a claw event. It's like everything. claw rip. You cannot rip this stuff. It is I don't know what it's made out yeah. of. Oh, you still got your zone, like yeah. you can't yeah. get it off. <laughs> That's it. And, yeah, so I had one. And on. It only
3: goes tighter. It only gets tighter. <laughs> and the no
0: more, and one. for some reason, I mess with it, and I get it on there. And then I and I can still feel like it's on my wrist to this day. You start it's messing like with ghost it. feeling. and
3: then you start paying. Again. <laughs> and then
0: and that's what I did. I'd had been up to the hospitality suite with these other guys, and I was like, got back to my room. I don't know what time it was. I'm about to cut my hand off. <laughs> I can't feel it. My my hand's going numb. It's like I'm losing blood flow. Doesn't it look different color? No, you got nobody there with me. Tyler's on a different floor in his room. I don't want to call somebody. The only thing, and I'm so, so first I'm going, well, maybe I can chew it off. <laughs> and so I go to working on it. I go to working on it, right? And I get it, and it's just, sh- there's shreds and stuff all over me in my hotel room. And I and I was like, maybe I got some fingernail clipper. Nope. I flew. I didn't have anything sharp. From my pad tie, they gave me like one of these little, Utensil packs.
2: Yeah, like plastic?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so it was like, so so I go get it out. I've got it in my trash over here, so I get it out of there, open it up, and i got this little plastic butter knife, and it's got like four little teeth on it. And so I sat there for 30 minutes, and here, I mean, it's probably 2 o'clock in the morning I'm watching hurricane stuff on Weather Channel. (laughs) I've got me a big giant water that I bought down at the gift shop, and I've got my butter knife, I'm sitting on the side of my bed, (laughs) trying to claw this thing, just knowing that my hand's going to get cut, circulation's going to cut off, and I'm going to have... That's my good. It's my right hand. I can't <laughs> lose that one. <laughs> it's so finally. This is why
3: you can't travel by yourself? You've got to have somebody there. So
0: finally, I mean, I never do get it cut like all the way off. I guess I finally just decided to go to sleep. It's like I'm, I got it loosened enough to where I could get two fingers under it. Yeah, and I knew this from putting my dog collar on. If you can get two fingers on it, you're all right. <laughs> you know, it's the perfect thing. So like, all right, I'm so you good. Talked I got. down. I talked myself down. I, I got out of the panic situation. And so I laid my little butternut on the side of the bed. And I would sleep. Got up the next morning. I was like, "Oh man, it looks like I've got some kind of Indian fringe on me. <laughs> yeah. Stuff's hanging down everywhere. It's it's like it grew. It didn't. It, it like does not want to come apart. It's just
3: what did you do? I went to the
0: front desk and said I was kind of like went down there. I didn't want nobody see me with yeah, a yeah. shredded thing on my arm. And I thought about it. I was like, "Well, maybe hey, people think it's cool." I just kind of—it's you know, <laughs> my trend. style. It's my Yeah, new trend. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. But I eased down to the front desk. And I said, "Y'all need scissors." And she looked at the other lady and was like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, I got this thing. And she's oh, you want to get that off? I said, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so they saved me. They let me borrow some scissors.
3: Did you have any problems getting in and out of the, the – No, nobody there? checked the credential nothing.
0: Yeah. So I don't even know why – I really don't even know why they put those things. I think it was to see who would panic. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, like, made a video of that in the hotel rooms. It probably <laughs> would have been interesting. 2 a. M. But, yeah, at 2 a.m. but no, it was it was a lot of fun.
1: So you had better luck at the front desk than I did because I ordered ramen noodles one night and they decided not to give me any kind of utensils. No chopsticks, no forks, no nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so it's like 1230 at night. I go downstairs to the main like conference area or whatever and I go to the front desk and I'm like, I probably waited for 10 to 15 minutes. But at this point my food was getting cold and like nobody was there. There was no forks. I kind of walked around, nothing. So at this point, I had a decision to make: either whether I just wasn't going to eat tonight, or I was just going to have to go up back up to my hotel room and eat it with my hands.
3: And that's what happened. ramen? Can you can kind of? Could have yeah. borrowed
1: my plastic fork and it was from <laughs> knife. I mean, should have hit you up. I guess.
2: Thought what about using do?
1: my toothbrush like the other end. Or did you just go full animal style? Oh food? yeah, it was, <laughs> it was no shame. I was by myself. It's ramen; you could drink it at you least. Yeah, it. I was drinking the broth. It kind of was set up to do that, but then the noodles itself. So iffy It was uh, But the ramen was really really good yeah. Like all the food I really had In that area was good Especially like the last day We had In-N-Out
0: Yeah So that was That was the next burger yeah. That's the third burger So how did that. you
3: How did you order your so burger First In-N-Out. we
0: It was like a, It wasn't too far from the hotel But we just got a lift and so what is his name? Disneyland Edward?
1: Disneyland Edward.
0: <laughs> we made fun we made friends with the Lyft. Tra- I mean, you know how California traffic is. It's yeah. Even though it's like a mile and a half or whatever, it still takes a minute to get there. So we're talking to the lift dude and he's, you know, telling us about his area and you know, California. That's where we've been anywhere out there or whatever. And we get to In and Out and he's like, Oh, I love In N Out. he's like, I might take me a lunch break. So I said, All right man, hey, we'll buy you lunch. Come on, go with us. You wanna go? <laughs> so we're gonna need a ride back anyway, you know, you turn your meter back on, we'll get a ride back. So he's like, well, let me go park. So me and Tyler go in. In and out is jam packed. I mean, it's jam packed. But we didn't when we find a seat. By the time we ordered our food and got it, it was no problem. Uh, well, you, you just got a regular park. We get, we did. I did mm-hmm. a, I did a double double animal style, animal style fries. Heck yeah! I mean, it was.
3: You went <laughs> all out, yeah.
0: It's, it's delicious. I had you to go to In and Out. You got to get it. You got to
3: get. Yes. The, yeah. You know,
1: See, I didn't know you could order the burger animal style. I ordered animal style fries, but then you were like, do "You order your burger animal style?" I was like, "No, how did I not know? This? Like, how did you know this <laughs> yeah. before?" I did?
2: It's
1: crazy. Yeah. But, what? So, do you like In and Out? I've only tried it twice. I think.
3: Out in Texas.
0: Yeah, yeah, in Texas. Yeah.
3: Eh. It's. <laughs>
0: I mean, they're, they're good. I would. I would say this one was. It's my, my burger was fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because that's the only thing I'd had, had that day, but it was really good. I mean, it's like so. What makes it animal style is this sauce they put on it, and it's almost like a.
3: It's like the- Thousand
0: Island Big Mac yeah, sauce, fry like Big sauce Mac kind stuff. of
3: thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they put, of course, a pile of cheese on it. So the fries gets the cheese covered in animal sauce, and then the burger is the same way. Their burgers super, the burger is super simple.
2: Yeah,
0: it's just I'm like, like that. it's like. Diner style smash burger, and you know it's got, of course, it's doubled up cheese. They had lettuce, tomato, onion on it, pickles, and then animal sauce and ketchup and stuff. So
1: yeah, the animal style, like I mean, Thousand Islands usually kind of chunky, but I've noticed like theirs is super chunky, very chunky. I think that's kind of the difference or whatever. Yeah, it's got
0: the pickle relish and it's mm -hmm. more prominent.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of messy. It's very messy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like just the regular burger.
0: Yeah, but Disneyland Edward Korean dude <laughs> sat down with us and we talked YouTube. Tyler walked to a the Seven Eleven.
1: There was literally service. planes flying ten feet over your head. It was <laughs> crazy, and there's people just walk around like it's no big deal. All of a sudden, I'm walking to the Seven Eleven across the street. He's a, he's I mean, airplanes covered. look crazy big <laughs> when they're right above your head, like right over there. And I was like, oh, and like everybody's just walking, and I'm like, wow, okay. You
3: were really in Inglewood, weren't you? Um, right, on, right, on, on, yeah, it's right it's on, on the edge, right on the access. Okay, right on the
0: edge. Yeah. Which Englewood's where the Rams play. Was it Delphi? SoFi. Right there. SoFi. so Sofi, yeah. SoFi Stadium. I didn't know I was that close to that. I'd see if I could stick around for a ball <laughs> Go
3: game. to a game, yeah. I'm all
0: about going back. I mean, it was straight shot from Memphis. It was like been going, it was like a four-hour flight. Coming back, it was like three and a half hours. Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. Now, <laughs> the airport.
3: <laughs> LAX or yeah.
0: Memphis. No, LA- oh, Memphis is Agreed. Memphis is beautiful <laughs> compared to LAX. <laughs> they took us. I don't know where. I thought I don't know where we were. Like when we were coming back, I never had this happen to me at an airport before at all. First, we ride this shuttle, and it takes I don't know twenty twenty minutes, sometimes thirty, depending on how much traffic. And we're not far from the
3: shuttle from the airport to the airport, the hotel. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, hotel it's like the right
0: airport. there, right off property yeah. at LAX. Yeah. So it's not far, but traffic's horrendous out there. So we get on this shuttle, and it's It's kind of like a third-world shuttle. I mean, they (laughs) pile people on there. Sardines, man. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was chickens and goats on it at one point. (laughs) I mean, you're sitting like me. I'm spacey. You know, I need my space. (laughs) (laughs) I've got this little tiny Asian girl probably sitting in my lap. It's like we're crammed in here, crammed in here. And so they don't – and the drivers, I don't even know if they speak English. But he was like, he wouldn't tell you where you were where we were stopping and i've tried to get my phone out and watch the map because the terminals there's like eight terminals and what they're doing i don't know if it's construction or what but they've tried to make it the most confusing they can like delta was at terminal one and two and then it was supposed to have been three on my app but it was really in b terminal which i don't even know that's like the international hawaii terminal or something <laughs> yeah. and so a dude's telling us and it's like no it says we need to go here so we don't get off the bus we're on this shuttle, and first off, they have piled 47 bags on there. Our bags are on bottom before we see You've got to wade through these people to get off. And we finally I was like, Tyler, I think we were supposed to get off at that third stop. And we passed it. I was like, we can't. We don't have enough time to make another loop around, and we still wouldn't know where to get off anyway. So let's get off at the next one. So we got off at, like, Terminal 4, mm-hmm. finally got our bags and jumped off. And the dude was like, no, 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 there, there. And I don't know where he's pointing that going. So we jump off, and all of a sudden the cloud hits you again. I was <laughs> like, I guess everybody tries to smoke everything they can before they get on the plane yeah. oh, heck or whatever. Yeah. But we start asking people like, "Where is this? Where is this?" And they say, "Oh, you got to walk all the way back around." So we start walking with our bags on the outside of these terminals, and we find and I. I find all these, like, I don't know if the foreign pilots and stewardess were unloading at this one. And so I'm out there. I said, oh, they're official looking. They got their uniforms on. They won't speak to me at
1: all. Walking right by. Yeah, it's
0: like walking by. Like, I'm not even there. Like, I'm a ghost. And a bumping me and turning me. And I'm like, I'm looking like ultimate tourist. <laughs> Panicking because I don't know where I'm in. We got like 20 minutes to get to our flight. And so we finally found the Have dude. Have you gone
3: through security at this point? No, no. heck
0: no. no we did no, not got close to security. <laughs> and that's its own story. Yeah, that's its own story. <laughs> like So I'm trying to wrap this up. But so finally we find this dude that gathers the little luggage carts. And he's like, yeah, just go in there and go to the left. You're in the right place. So we walk in, and it's like Bangkok. You know, all these, you know. Thailand, Japan, Thailand, Japan Thailand. Tokyo. Yeah, Indonesia. National yeah, national and that's where we are. And I was like, we're looking for Memphis. And there's not a board there, it's all like foreign language. This I said, this cannot be the right terminal. We've passed four, three on this side, three down this other side, and we're in this place that's going somewhere else in the world. These people have told us wrong. <laughs> so we start walking, and I find another old dude. And I was like, does, does this – look at my boarding pass. Is this where I go? Yeah, security is this way. Go down there and go to the right. So we go down there, and we get to the security. So she looks at mine. She's like, no, you're TSA PreCheck. You got to go to the other side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like Tyler. And so Tyler goes one way and I'm going 400 yards this other way. And so I go down there and I ask the lady there before, cause I still had been through security, like all these international gates and all this stuff. And so she's like, go up this escalator and security up there. So I get up there, finally see TSA pre-check. I said, Oh, well I'm going through something. Get up there, go through that. I see Tyler. He's going to walk right back to me. And I'm like, what the heck? And so they give me like this poster card that says TSA pre-check. It's not even like, you know, my app or anything anymore. It's like somebody homemade it. So I go through security. And I was like, Tyler, we cannot be in the right place. We get to go through all these gates. Bangkok, Indonesia, Guatemala. Saudi Arabia, Guatemala, Korean Air. And I was like, there's nothing. We're going to Memphis, Egypt if we're going close to anywhere. There's nothing to get here. So we go through all these gates. And it's like a mile. And we find this one hallway and it says gates 130 to 149 or whatever. And that's like, we're 139. So we go down there and we keep going. And the airport chain, we got like go downstairs. And all of a sudden, we're at a Greyhound bus terminal, it looks like. There's not even a, a vending machine, it is just old bus seats. And it's like 1970 airport. I mean, you could probably still smoke down there. <laughs> we go all the way down and it's like, okay, here we go Bogota. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was the other one? It was, it was Guatemala, it was, yeah, Guadalajara. Guatemala, Guadalajara Air, Air Mexico. And I was like, shit, Tyler, what are we doing? I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, when we get down there, and one last gate, 139. It says Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> of all these places. No joke.
3: I've had to fly out
0: of the international before. And I was like, why? Like, the, you talk about... You fly into Birmingham, you get the last gate. We got the last <laughs> gate.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. And lucky for him in security, like he was pre checked, so he didn't have to deal with this. But for us, they had like guard dogs and they were <laughs> so there was a huge stretch of land between like uh like where you come up on the escalator and the actual security gate where you have to like like they send two people at a time and you have to like just beeline, like walk straight through and there's like two guard dogs. And so like they're like walking around, and one's like sniffing my butt and, like it was like <laughs> the window no fly dirty. It, <laughs> like, <you wouldn't laughs> it's be guard- (laughs) See him there, and then I I I stopped for a second because he like came up to me and she was like keep walking, keep walking, and I was like oh my god,
0: we went, we were, we just knew we were not gonna make this flight. Luckily, it was delayed when we got there a little bit, but we were not gonna. I mean, we were. I I thought we were going to Egypt. I was like, it must be Memphis, Egypt. They have got our things confused. They're sending us to Memphis, but it's not Memphis, Tennessee. But then I did see, like, the gate right beside us was going to Guadalajara. And I was like, oh, we got one of those in Hernando. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe that's where it's taking us. We'll go to Guadalajara. At least I know what to order if I get there. (laughs) I think the Baja Uh, Fish Tacos. (laughs) That was a good time. Yeah. But we made it, baby. We made it back. Barely. The West Coast trip was a success. (laughs)
3: Someone asked, uh, what's the farthest you've ever traveled for an SEA event?
0: I would say, uh,
3: Bahamas, Bahamas,
0: yeah, yeah. the Abaco Islands.
3: So I've heard Green rumors that they're doing that, uh, contest again. I
0: will be signing up.
3: Will you? I was gonna ask,
0: yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna cook, but I'm going.
3: Well, I'd heard rumors before at Memphis in May, there was some rumblings, and then the SEA official SEA made a post, yeah. uh, this week or last week about like. Maybe I don't know. If if people would want to do it again, yeah.
0: If not, but we can do the let's get the cooking conference somewhere yeah, in somewhere tropical. <laughs>
3: I like that idea. Yeah,
0: that's a much better one. You don't have to cook anything; you just go and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brainstorm idea. You got to go in like February. You got to go, and it's like you know, getting ready for grilling season. That way, you're primed with ideas and re- recharged after winter or right in the middle of winter
3: i like this idea yeah when contests aren't going on yeah. as much um so some people were talking about rib membranes in the community yeah wanting to know what people's opinions of them were should you remove them should you not remove them some people like them some people don't
0: um I'm, I'm always pro removing the membrane um i don't i don't like to eat it for one it's kind of chewy and it, i think that you get a better seasoning on the meat if you take it off. Um I know some people score them to get away with it. They're just I think they're just being lazy not wanting to take it off. It's I don't not know that hard. I don't know why you wouldn't pull it off. It's just sinew. Um I don't know if you can I don't know if it'll break down in your guts C-new? or not. It's
2: like connective, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like connective tissue that holds muscles together. So it's like this thin layer. Yeah, it's a thin yeah. layer of connective tissue that usually holds larger groups of muscles together in in animals. I'm sure we, our bodies probably have full of it, but, I mean, I know, you know all animals have it. I don't uh, know the, the exact medical definition of what it is, but I would say it's connective tissue, tough connective tissue. Tough connective tissue. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbery, tough connective tissue.
3: So definitely remove it. I think so. Well, someone was asking, should they take the time to remove it yeah. for cooking a bunch of them?
0: I, I do. I do.
3: When we cook. It doesn't take but a second
0: to rip it off. I mean, you grab you some paper towels and just kind of ease it up and pull it off. If a little bit of it stays on, you're okay, but you want to get the bulk of it off there. There's nothing worse than going to a restaurant where they've got the, you know, you tear into it and you can't tear the ribs because it's got all this membrane on the back. I know old school ways and old school restaurants, you get it and it kind of gets a little crunchy and tough and. You say you like it.
3: I, it's crunchy and I'm flavorful a fan. little bite. It's not flavorful at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not flavorful. So um, I saw this question. I thought it was really, really good. So I'm starting to wonder if injecting a pork butt is necessary, if all you're doing is pulling it and chopping it, wouldn't it be easier to put those flavors for a glaze sauce dip instead when you serve? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the
0: only time I think you really need to use an injection – or the only time we really use one is in comps when we're trying to overload flavor. You're not gaining, or you're really not gaining a whole lot in moisture from it. It's not going to make the meat that much more moist when you get through cooking it. Um, it will impart flavor deep down in the meat if you don't have time to brine it. But a, a piece of meat like a pork butt has so much intermuscular fat, it's going to keep itself moist. When that fat breaks down, you cook it properly, it's going to break down. And if you're just pulling it or chopping it, Mix that flavor back in with it before you serve it. It's so much that you're not gaining anything from it at all. Now, you know, some of the injections and stuff we use have like a moisture binder in them that kind of makes them stay a little more moist. But I think I I have cooked just as good phosphates. Yeah, phosphates. I mean, there's different stuff in them. Do you really want to eat that stuff? No, I don't think so. I think it's harder on your system, on your stomachs and stuff than it is worth what you're gaining doing it. But We use it. We use it in contests because we're trying to get that maximum flavor in it. And we still doctor every. Don't think that just because we injected something, we're turning it right into a judge. We're doctoring it even more after we do all that to it. So you can overdo it with that stuff. I don't think. I mean, I think you know. Sometimes, like injections, the the main place I like to use injections is like turkey at Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, or
0: chicken. I mean, I I like injecting whole chicken, whole turkey, just because they're so bland. But I'm not doing it to. Don't necessarily create but you moisture. I'm it for flavor maybe. down in it, and I don't serve it pulled up. Yeah. If I was pulling chicken, like when we do chicken sliders or chicken tacos, heck no, I'm just seasoning the outside, getting it done, and then doctoring it when it gets done. But you can't like say if you're slicing up a turkey breast, you really can't do anything to it other than that, and it's so plain and neutral, it just goes. It goes with it.
3: I think when people tell you, um, "Oh gosh, that is the best pulled pork I've ever yeah. had," it's because we. Pull the pork. and then we doctored it, and then we doctored it. That's
0: what we call it, and usually that means adding some AP to it, which is salt, pepper, garlic, um, hitting it with a little vinegar sauce or barbecue sauce, or either and pork barbecue you that comes out of the wrap, a little more rub, tossing it. And you know, I'm not talking about coating it either. You, you want, want it
3: it's where they don't really No, it's done, it's and you done think
0: it's right. in the meat. There's, I mean, Mike Mills. I learned that going to one of his uh, classes years and years ago. Everything that comes to his restaurant, they were they were pretty much just cooking. Rub on it, get it cooked, finish it before it goes to the table. That's where you get all your flavor. Hit it with the flavor before you get it, send it out. That way you're controlling cost. You're not spending too much on all these other crazy ingredients. You're just getting something on the meat to get a bark, and then you can doctor it and have it in a shake or on your sauce before you hits the plate, and it's good to go. And I'm I'm all I think it I think I think it's
3: better that way. I do too. I think it's better that way.
0: Now, if somebody, if you were going to sit down with somebody, now, so, so this goes back to Memphis and Mayer, MBN style judging. We sit down whole cuts of meat in front of a judge. You can't doctor it in front of them. You're pulling out muscles and giving it to them right there. If you're doing that,
3: I've seen people. It, I'm get no
0: <laughs> But if you're doing that, you're wanting to give somebody. You've got in. You've got to get that in there in that injection. Or I mean, there's a lot of times we'll do a pre injection and a post injection before we bring it out. We'll hit it up again, the way we know the liquid and the flavor and all that's in there, so we give somebody meat. But if you're serving it all in a sandwich or just pulled pork or you know chopped meat or something like that, you can do it all. You can doctor it all at the end. I Save yourself some money, too.
3: Okay, and get the better product at the end. Better product,
0: yeah. That's a good question. That's a real good question.
3: I think though. so, too. I thought that was a really good question. Um, It's chili season. Heck, yeah. I made a, we
0: made a pot before. Um. I left to go to California. That's what we ate last Sunday, watching uh, pro games.
3: Um, And we did something a little different this time.
0: Black bean chili.
3: Yeah. We didn't use, what do you typically use, kidney beans?
0: Um, Usually I use, like, so you don't like beans in your chili a whole lot. Eh, Or if you do, you like it on a minimum scale. So I'll, I'll buy a can of, like, Bush's Chili Hot Beans. And it's different. I think they're larger, like red kidney beans or something like that, usually in some kind of a sauce for chili. Um, but I usually only add, like, a can to a whole pot. Um, I've been trying to eat some more protein and eat a little bit better. So I was like, well, I want to make.
3: <laughs> That's hints the in and out <laughs> Don't. <laughs> don't
0: I have lapses. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's a, perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> but I did make some good chili before we went out of town, and it was a black bean chili. I, I got to reading, and I was like, man, black beans have so much protein in them. Like a cup of black beans has like 17 grams of protein. Really you can get a it, yeah. ton of good you know, nutrients out of black beans. I said, well, you know, never put them in chili. Why not? So we put like two cans of black beans in there. We put a bunch of extra vegetables. Like it had peppers and onions, of course, but you put what, car- celery. celery and carrots. There was some other different, we got some extra vegetables in. Still used our ground beef, yeah. you know, and everything else, but it was really dang good. And I like, I like the black beans in it. So I if you want to, you could, you could leave the beans out and you could Put any kind of beans you want, but if you hadn't tried them, the black beans were really good in it.
3: We use the bonafide chili seasoning too. Oh yeah, somebody was asking like on the bottle it says two tablespoons per pound of meat. Pound of meat, yeah. But you had a, some other recipe where you said two heaping where
0: tablespoons was, or whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah. Honestly, to three pounds of meat or something. Yeah. Like
0: that. When I when I do it, I do it to taste. I and I've when you come over the recipes, you want to give somebody a basic guideline. So some people like their chili super spicy and flavorful some of them like it mild you can't you can't like put out one that's gonna suffice every taste so when i did the recipe on the bottle it's like two tablespoons per pound but i always taste it and see if it needs more a lot of times i don't even measure i'm just shaking it right out of the bottle until it gets right and chili doesn't develop flavors for hours so i'll do a seasoning at the beginning usually do a simmer down season at the end simmer it down some more and then it's gonna be better the next day and taste totally different after those after that first day. So, so you so you gotta watch it. But um I mean, that's that's a safe a good mild chili is like two tablespoons per pound. So usually I use two pounds of meat, sometimes three pounds, depending on how big a pot of chili it is. I mean
3: And you're famous for writing one recipe one way, one doing day. it <laughs> doing it different. Yeah. I mean
0: it's a suggestion. It's not like a formula. But like, I'm not baking. If I'm baking, you got to stick to the formula. You yeah. got to. You got. It's got to be precise. There's going to be cooking recipes. They're always meant for interpretation. I mean, you you do it. How often do you follow a recipe to the T? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're great guidelines. Yes, they're good guidelines. If you follow it, it's going to turn out good. Yeah. Can you make it better by tweaking it? Oh yeah, you can always make it better. Can you make it worse by messing it up too? Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> I've done that plenty of times.
3: <laughs> So when you were out there, did anybody want to talk barbecue with you?
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot Not of really. people. A lot of like, um, there's this, there's this one big company that was it called Spaceship, Space Station, Space Station, and they are, I don't know what they do, but Tyler can probably tell you more about them. But the they they were from Utah, right? Yep. And they were really into barbecue. Near Oh, yeah, they were a into Trager in stuff. Utah they were, and barbecue. they were like, man, we watch all your videos. I mean, it was it was kind of cool to, to know that these people that are major players, like they're like in, investing in creators. They create. Stuff. I don't I don't mm-hmm. know what all they did. They were into the gaming side of things. They had family channels. They did. They
1: mm-hmm. they did I all know. kinds of
0: stuff. But it was it was a major
1: thing. Like there was a guy to like a lighting thing that knew who you were. A major
0: people. Yeah, he's supposed to help us with. Uh, I'm supposed to send him some pictures of our setup. And we were. We, I just had. We had some questions about lighting. We told we always struggle with lighting, no matter if we're indoor, or outdoor, or whatever. And I saw a lighting coming there. and I said, "What's well, a great time to talk to him?" So I just walked over, and the dude's like, "Hey, man, I watch all your stuff. Love the podcast." He's like, um, "You know, if you have lighting questions," and I was like, "Yeah, shoot, yeah, we have lighting questions.
3: <laughs> we don't know." So <laughs> he gave we? Tyler
0: like some little handheld light, and then he's supposed to like make some suggestions on how we can improve some of our stuff too. So that is what that conference was about: was talking Learned to people and doing stuff, stuff
3: like that. that. But did you have <clears throat> like specific barbecue questions, like whole hog brisket? Oh, uh, sauce. I mean, you know,
0: not like questions. Pe- people saying they tried the recipes and the best they ever had. I had several people tell me that um, they all bring different stuff for Thanksgiving. I don't know how many people tell me that they've done the smoked turkey.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> like, like and then it's like the people sign like sign them up. Like they don't even give them a chance to sign up for what they're bringing. There's one dude telling me, he's like, yeah, everybody puts my name on smoked turkey. That's what they, <laughs> they write down smoked turkey and my name. And so that, I thought that was pretty cool that people loved the turkey. That was something. That, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't really any pork stuff, I guess, brisket.
1: Yeah, I heard brisket to, a few talk, times. A yeah. lot of
0: people talked to me about brisket. Well, there's a few people talk to me about ribs, like Malcolm style ribs. That's their
2: favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I bet people from all over the place. There was a dude that had like a YouTube channel about welding. He has a welding academy where he teaches people how to weld on these high pressure pipes or something up in Wyoming. And he's That's like, man, cool. he's like, yeah, we watch all your stuff and the guys make grills and stuff up here. He's yeah. like, has anybody ever made you a grill? And I was like, well, I got a few. He's <laughs> <You're laughs> supposed to say no. What do you, <laughs> you say He can't, can't say no to everybody or yet yeah, everybody. But that was cool, I thought. He was good. like, people in Wyoming watch our stuff.
3: We don't need any more
0: grills. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> you good on grills.
3: <laughs> we still got that um Argentine grill. I, man, hey, these. look, it's on it my up. it
0: is on my list to start doing some stuff with because the weather's finally man, it's so beautiful here now. It's like we let, the week out the, the week before, before I left, it was like 100 degrees still. Now I got up this morning, and let the dogs out and said, like, "Oh, it's beautiful." It's like mm-hmm. yeah, there's no you're not sweating outside now.
3: Yeah.
0: It was like that in California. It was awesome out there.
3: I'm wearing a sweater. I know.
0: I was like, got, "That's what I asked you today." He like, said, you got your sweater on." But it was, it was, yeah, it's time. So I'm, I did not get any tri tip while I was, in, and I was looking for. I mean, I didn't get to go. I didn't any really get any barbecue out
3: there. No,
0: no,
1: not at all. That's a safe bet, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. But, I, but but I got to go back because I want to go try some tri tip. But you know, on, on the Argentine style grill. So, uh, but I'm, I've got that got me to thinking about the crank it up grill, and I can't wait to start cooking on it.
3: We we need to bust that out. I've got and some good beef
0: thing. in the freezer from Kevin. He sent me all kinds of stuff that I've got in there that I need to cook.
3: You've got some Denver You're, steaks I've been wanting. Yes, to cook. those
0: would be excellent on an Argentine style grill. So that's I got to. I mean, it's t- it's time to it's time to get into those fall recipes. It's time to do turkey recipes. We got to start planning those for the fall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Getting ready for Thanksgiving because this going to be around the corner. I mean, we're here. This is the last podcast of September. Right here. That's crazy. So we're into that yeah. last quarter. It's time for fall recipes.
3: Actually, we won't have a podcast next week.
0: Oh, we're going to Minnesota, right? We're going to see the Vikings and Bears.
3: Yeah. Is that next week? Yeah. Heck yeah. Next weekend. Oh, yeah. I
0: can't wait. If anybody's up there in Minnesota, be looking for us. I'm
3: coming. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, well, I man.
0: wish I still had, I used to have this Viking helmet with the hair on it. And I, like the first Viking games I ever went, to, well, no, the first one I was a kid, but. One of the ones I was an adult that I went to, I was like, people thought I was a mascot. It was up like in St. Louis when the Rams were still playing in St. Louis. And I went up there and I had this big helmet and hair. Hey, I was taking This was like before I was doing YouTube or anything. I was just a
3: when Vikings we, fan. When we first moved in together, uh, you brought like a old <laughs> TV, big
0: floor speakers. Some this is what I had, entertainment center, entertainment system.
3: Uh, uh, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of clothes and that helmet. And a Viking helmet. <laughs> like, seriously, that was like your why? What more did you, <laughs> you need in a pickup truck? You were almost 30 years old. <laughs> I, truck, I was like 26. Yeah, and, no, I met you when you were 28. <laughs> what more did you need? <laughs> You knew what I was about. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's a man. That's a man. You know, it's easy to read. He's probably got some guns. I probably brought some guns, too.
3: Some old Playboys.
0: <laughs> oh, no. you me they're Let's classes? do this life thing. <laughs> I'm ready to life with you, woman.
3: <laughs> I had a whole house. <laughs> Furniture. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> And I started adding grills. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it all went downhill.
3: But yeah, so next week we will not be doing a podcast.
1: Yep. No no podcast next week.
3: Tyler's out. He's going to the hurricane.
1: Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He don't know where he's
3: going. I
1: wish we, like, y'all, I already had a vacation planned to Naples, Florida, which is probably about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, hey, our Fort thoughts and prayers
0: go out to everybody down yeah. there in that yeah, area. they that's I mean, it pretty They're still, It's still spinning and going up the East Coast now. So yeah. y'all think about those people. If you can, do anything you can to donate and help out. I know there's a lot of good organizations out there. OBR's headed up down there. Are they? Meals and I, stuff. I figured they
3: would. Yeah, I've I've been watching. It's been crazy.
0: Yeah, how's your, how is your mom doing did you get power back down there?
1: Yeah, so they got power back. I think at like 5:30 this morning or something like that. Um it's I I don't know how. Like it's crazy cuz there's like hundreds of thousands of people without power yeah. down yeah. there right now. Um and I know there's a lot of road blocked off. There's like shrapnel and stuff everywhere. There's cars in the middle of the road that got floated aw- away. There's boats in the middle of, like so I know that they have like a long road ahead of them for uh yeah, no doubt know, recovering all that stuff, so. wow,
3: well, Naples is like right there, dude. right? Oh, it it yeah. went
0: in between, like Tampa and Naples, is where it hit Fort Myers, wasn't it?
1: Yep. Uh, luckily, she wrecked it. She was kind of in the. I think like where they were, they didn't even get much flooding or anything like that. Like, I think they ended up pretty lucky for the most part. Um, but I think on the east side of the town, I believe, is where they got re- – it was like really, really bad, and the beaches are bad. And Oh,
0: the craziest thing I saw was how the water got sucked out of Tampa Bay. I saw
2: that.
1: And it was
0: like – because it was on the downside of the wind, and it was pulling it the way it was circulating, and it pulled all the water out, and people were out there.
1: Yep. There were like sharks in the middle of the road and <laughs> oh, I saw alligators. I mean, I just- and- yards
0: and stuff and fishing people's houses. It was, it's crazy. It's, you can't imagine what that's like. Heck no. But- but- I
3: haven't seen something hit Florida that bad in and- –
0: been, yeah,
3: it's been some while. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: But yeah, we won't no podcasts next week, and then we'll be back the week after. Yeah. To talk. To talk football. Hopefully, holidays. i have some Viking
0: stories. <laughs> this will be my first time going to the game up there. So awesome. got to find somebody to tailgate with.
3: But we'll have a kid with us. So
0: uh, he's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael's coming with us next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: dude, there were so
0: many kids at that summit. Oh, really? Like, but
1: God, like creators, babies.
0: like, I mean, these kids had millions of
2: subscribers. There and, was a uh, poodle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was dogs. Yeah, there was dogs that had channels. It was like
1: a poodle, that it was just walking around it wherever. Like, it like was was
0: this dog went up there, and you asked it questions, and that would have been interesting.
1: It was wearing shirts, and had a camera mounted on its back, and it was oh, really? just walking around. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: There was a uh, there's kind of stuff. There's a parrot. Somebody
1: walking yep. around with a big, giant mccall. It was pretty big. It was crazy.
3: Was Ryan there?
1: no there was a girl named a for adley and she has like a small like children's channel she's probably like four or five years old that's and crazy. she has 4.98 million subscribers that's one
0: her dad has the
1: spaceship yeah he owns the space station oh, which space is, station, is like yeah. all these like it's just a funnel of all these different things they're investing in and they're investing in like like they'll like if somebody has a good idea for youtube channel they'll like Give them money to like, hey, Angel, become that creator whatever. you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff.
3: Well, that's all we have for today.
1: Well, hey. Well, I'm excited to be back
0: and ready to get into uh, yeah, some more videos and stuff. I got, ener- I got energized and got, you know, got a lot of great ideas from going out to a conference like that. So it was highly recommend if you're.
3: Some more videos into, to come.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting, we're getting ready to fire them up. Good. <laughs> fire up the holiday ones. So it's yeah. been like football cooking and now it's time to get back into some holiday stuff. So
3: wild game and holiday. Oh,
0: that's it. Hunting season is on us. So I've got we've got a week coming up where we're gonna be down at the camp doing a bunch of buck junkie stuff, like a whole week of videos. And, and filming, we're, gonna do, yeah. Yeah. we're gonna do some wild game recipes over on that channel uh channel. I've got the Mossy Oak stuff. We've got uh, I I forgot to mention that last week. But we launched uh, a, I a partnership. That. I mean, it's kind of like they're doing. So Mossy Oak has a butcher division. It's called Game Cooper Butchery where they sell uh, source wild game to people that love to eat wild game. It's, it's nutritious for you. It's really healthy. It's great stuff. And I had done some stuff with them in the past, but they asked me if I wanted to, to partner up and do some packages. And so they have like a elk venison or a venison package and a wild boar package. And I paired some recipes that I did with them um, along with some seasonings and sauces. You know, you'll, you'll see all that's familiar. But go to Gamekeeper Butcher, uh, Gamekeeper Butcher at Mossy Oak. Shell, um, you can probably look up the exact address.
3: It was in the um, newsletter this week. It was in the
0: newsletter, yeah. But that launched last week. So if y'all are interested in cooking some wild game, I've got recipes on how to cook it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good. Y'all should check that out. I'm going to do some more recipes on some of that stuff, too.
3: Yeah, and – um it's
0: gamekeepermeats.com gamekeepermeats.com yep that and that's going to be um, what the, there's a bison ribeye that i did there's some elk uh, elk loin chops that i did i'm going to do recipes like videos because i i created the recipe for the handout with the the packs but I'm going to go back and do some videos on some of that stuff because they turned out fantastic.
3: You did some really good recipes. Yeah. The um, wild
0: boar ribs. There was a chorizo, uh, chorizo, wild boar chorizo sausage I did a queso with. And the kids, like, destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was like a skillet-type dip.
3: There was a couple of little boys at our house. Oh, man. It there was was like, one i,
0: like, I got to get this recipe for my mom. And I was like, well, I don't know <laughs> if she's going to be, in the, be in the cook of wild boar chorizo, but you can get some. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Any uh, yeah.
0: But that wild Mm. boar is good.
3: Heck yeah! Um, That elk rib chop you
0: did—fantastic, really good.
3: But um, basically, it is a wild game sampler pack. Yeah, and that you can get with sausage and steaks and different
0: cuts, various cuts that I like. They let me; they actually let me choose. They was like, "Here's what we got. How would you like to create some packs?" And I was like, "Well, we cooked the bison ribeyes at Memphis and May one year, one first place with them." Uh well I think it was third place but it was it was a it trophy was tied, call it was yeah. a tie three way tie, tie. tie so I knew those bison ribeyes were awesome and I and I guarantee you, you try those you'd be like this, this is as good as ribeye like beef ribeye you would not it's probably better then the elk loin chops elk is one of the best tasting venisons I've ever had in my life and you so you can't go wrong with elk and then the other stuff I just picked out some sausages and some elk medallions and some ground elk and. Different things like that. And then the, the the wild boar stuff was just unique because a lot of people don't get to eat wild boar. Yeah. And so they had ribs and there's some shoulder and there's several different kinds of sausages in there I picked out. I really like the chorizo. I've done the chorizo. Like we just do it with eggs and make little tacos in the mornings and it's fantastic. So,
3: um, You did a... A One with uh, The sausage And you cut it up And made like peppers pepper.
0: and It was like an, Take an Italian sandwich yeah, Sausage yeah. and pepper sandwich And onion, w- it's onions Peppers and sausage.
3: sausage I think that was
0: One of the venison ones Yeah
3: It was really good But um you have two packs available. It's a wild game pack that's just kind of a sampler pack and then a wild boar pack it's yeah. all wild boars, shoulder ribs. It goes ribs. with the
1: killer hogs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: it kind of goes with
3: it. <laughs> and so you get recipes with all those and seasonings to go with it. And
0: y'all know Mossier is a good Mississippi company, so got to do some work with them.
3: You know, that's something is it, it, years ago and probably still now, it, it's hard to trust the companies to order the wild game from you know yeah you yeah, never yeah. Know where you're getting it from or how it's packaged or that's right how it's gonna arrive to you so um i was yeah, i was excited
0: prowling. to work i was excited to know a company that i could get it from that's where we got the gator when yeah. when ninja came up and we did that whole gator it came from gamekeeper Meats. They, they're sourcing gator and shipping it to you and they've got a whole go check out their website they've got other stuff too other than just the stuff yeah the yeah they've got fowl like you know they've got different kinds of birds and ducks and Stuff like that. They've got a bunch of different cuts of stuff that's unique.
3: But yeah, try that out. And um, if you're interested, get a pack.
0: Yeah, try it out.
3: Ships, to door.
0: We're probably going to gonna do, probably gonna try to do, I want to do a giveaway on a couple of those packs or something. Yep. That would be a I don't know idea. if we're going to do it on the podcast or how we'll do it, but we're going to, I actually mentioned it. They texted me when I was out in California and I was like, yeah, we're, you know, we're, um, so glad it launched or whatever and i'd like to do some giveaways and it's like i was just gonna buy them and you know do one ship it to somebody but they said well, they're on board too so so we'll figure that out and we'll have something coming up this is really kicking off hunting season yeah so this is a great it's gonna be great gifts for christmas Ooh, anything like that idea. you got people coming in for the holidays you want to try some different stuff I mean, everybody's doing the traditional stuff but try some of this wild
1: game too so Do like a wild game charcuterie board for Christmas. Yeah, that would be awesome (laughs) with the
0: sausages and all that stuff. That would be really good. Oh, that's a good idea. I could do a package and do a sampler board of the package Mm -hmm. and just display it out and you let people try a wild game. Delicious. You know, pair it with some good (laughs) whiskeys. Don't that sound good?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, Well, cool. What else we got, Joe? That's it. Yeah. Tyler, do you want to tell everybody about the community on the app and everything? Well,
1: there's a good chance that giveaway we were just talking about will take place in our <laughs> Let's Get to <the> Cooking community, <laughs> guys, where all the like-minded pitmasters, backyard barbecuers, and everybody kind of unites and shares their recipes, asks questions and stuff, and it's just, just a really awesome place to hang out. And, hey, guys, don't forget that we have com and the app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Store uh, where you can find all of Malcolm's favorite recipes.
0: Jill, so, where can they find us socially if you'd like to? <laughs> if
3: you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ, right? On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and, of course, YouTube.
0: And you're going to find me live and in person in, Minnesota, <laughs> in Minneapolis next week at the ball game. So if anybody's there, y'all give me a shout, man. Looking forward to it. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Um, we will be back in two weeks for the podcast. I'm sure
2: we'll be releasing some other stuff, too. But y'all, thanks for checking it out. We'll see y'all next time. We gone.